Last week we looked at the verses leading up to the verses for today, as Russ just mentioned. I told you how I kept misreading the text. Paul wanted them not to be uninformed, but what I kept seeing as I was reading it was, do not be uniformed. And there's a really big difference in not being uninformed and not being uniformed. Just be completely you with all of your gifts, all of your talents, all of your passions. Here's what I said last week. It's such a beautiful thing that we are so different. God is a creative genius in this department. And then I ended my thoughts last week with a sneak preview of today, a little foreshadowing, if you will, when I said, I don't have to have all the gifts. I just have to use mine. And then I have to make sure that I have enough folks in my circle to make sure that I'm covered. It's the beauty of the church, really. Together, we have all the gifts. As long as some among us can heal, and as long as some among us, among us are wise, and as long as some of us are outspoken, and as long as some of us are prayerful, and as long as some of us are mindful and caring and compassionate, and as long as some of us have faith, then together we are all that God needs and wants. I don't have to be all the things. And then I said, repeat after me, and no one was here in the room, but repeat after me, I don't have to be all the things. I don't have to be all the things. Isn't that the best news ever? I said all of that knowing that today was coming. I knew we were going to be hit with now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it, which means that you are an individual, but together we are a we, a collective of gifts, a collective of talents, a collective of passions. We are the body of Christ, which is perhaps a better way of saying we are the church. I don't have to be all the things. But we can be all the things and then some. We are all the things and then some. If you're sitting in the room, perhaps you are shocked by today's sermon title. So for those of you out there, the title of the sermon is Stop Going to Church. Please don't take me too literally. What I want is for you to stop thinking in terms of church being a place to go. Certainly if you're saying anything resembling, oh, I have to go to church today, or I've got to go to church. Especially if there's a whine or a dread or an eye roll in your inflection. I want you to alter your vocabulary, vocabulary to change your thinking about church. I believe if we would start saying it correctly, we might start living it better. So stop seeing this as a place you go to. 
and start seeing church as who you are. We are the body of Christ all together. The church is us, not a building, not a committee, not an address. The body of Christ, known as Park Road Baptist Church, it meets regularly at 3900 Park Road. But Park Road Baptist Church is not a place. It's a people. The body of Christ, known as Park Road Baptist Church, keeps office hours. And in case you need to call us, 704-523-5717. But Park Road Baptist Church is not a business. It's a people. The truth is, the church is really all of our phone numbers. And we are open 24-7. Maybe we should all text in the group your phone number so that we would all have the number of the church. The body of Christ, known as Parker Baptist Church, does not consist of one member, but of many. And if one member suffers, all suffer together. And if one member is honored, all rejoice together. I am not a member of Park Road Baptist Church. I am Park Road Baptist Church. And so are you. We must stop going to church. And we must start being the church. I turn to the late great preacher Fred Craddock for a story that shows you what I'm talking about. Craddock says that he learned so many things when he was a young pastor in his early days of pastoral ministry. He tells this story that I just love. He says it was a custom in that little church where he started pastoring that at Easter they would have a baptismal service and being that they were a church that practiced baptism by immersion, but they didn't have a baptistry in their church. They always went down to Watts Bar Lake on Easter evening, right at sundown. Out on a sandbar, he said, I would stand with the candidates for baptism. One by one, we moved into the water, and then after I baptized someone, they would make their way across to the shore where the little congregation had gathered around a fire, and they were cooking supper. They had constructed little, constructed little booths for changing clothes with blankets hanging, and as the candidates moved from the water and they went, they would go into one of these little booths and change their clothes, and then they would gather around the fire to warm up. Finally, last of all, I went over after I had baptized the last person and changed clothes and I went to the fire. And once we were all there together, all the new baptismal candidates were closest into the fire to get warm while the rest of the church stood around them in a circle. Glenn always introduced the new people. For you see, he always knew everybody. He must have been the Ann Miles of that congregation. <laughs> Glenn would give their names. He would tell where they lived, and he would tell what their work was. <clears throat> and then the rest of us who were forming a circle around them while they stayed warm by the fire just started popcorning this ritual where every person gave their name and said something about what they offer. My name is Jane, and if you ever need 
washing and ironing done, call me. My name is Fred. If you ever need anybody to chop wood, I can do that for you. My name is Susie, and if you ever need anybody to babysit, I love children. My name is Joe, and if you ever need anybody to repair your house, just call on me. My name is Lucy, and if you ever need anybody to sit with the sick, I am so good at keeping watch. My name is John, and if you need a car to go to town, I always have an extra for you to borrow. And around the circle they went, and then they ate supper, and then they had a square dance, and a, at a time that only Percy Miller knew, with his thumbs stuck in his bibbed overalls, he would stand up and say, okay, it's time to go, because every church needs somebody to say when it's time to go. And as everybody left and Percy lingered around with his big shoe, he kicked the sand over the dying fire. After my first experience of that, Percy saw me just standing there, Fred says, still. And he looked at me and said, Fred, folks don't ever get any closer than this. Craddock says, in that little community, they have a name for what that's called. I've heard about it in other communities too, but in that community, their name for that is church. They call that church. So as we're gathered around this candlelight here in the fire, you might hear somebody say, my name is Russ, and if you need a bowl carved, I have got one for you. Actually, there are about four right now in the garage. You might hear somebody say, my name is Amy, and if you need a pound cake, call me. I don't even have to look at my recipe. I can whip it out in about 20 minutes. You might hear somebody say, my name is Dan, and if you need someone to commiserate with you about being a Steelers fan, I will text you through the games and hold your hand through it. I can also connect you with any number of possibilities for service in mission. You might hear somebody say, my name is Allison, and if you need a song, I will sing it for you. My name is Darren, and if you need to know about Cam Newton, I have some thoughts. Or if you need a good laugh, just follow me on Twitter. Or if you need someone to spend the night with our room in the end guests, I'm there. My name is Bob, and I can help you with all your concrete needs, and I will plant all the plantings at church. My name is Ann, and I can tell you the name of every single person sitting in this room right now. I can be the one to put names and faces together for you. My name is Rosemarie, and I can teach you how to make pillowcase dresses. My name is Heather, and I can help us with our money at church. My name is Jimmy, and I will help you do just about anything you need to do at just about any time you need it done, and I will end by saying, I am so blessed. My name is Asha, and I give the best hugs. My name is Ella, and I will make fun of you and make you laugh. My name is Megan, and I can give you a massage, and I can do more than just heal the aches and pains in your body. But I will laugh with you in ways that will bring healing. 
My name is Cam and Jacob, and I will run the sound and the video, and I will help all of you out there be able to follow along. My name is Abby, my name is Lily, and I can make soap for you. My name is Beth, my name is Mark, I will teach Sunday school. My name is Dave, and I will lead the brass band. My name is Margaret, I can teach the children. My name is Lou, I can help you not be afraid to speak in public. My name is Cam, and I will help you with all the up-to-date things on COVID. My name is Will, and I can help remodel the sanctuary. My name is Chris, I will raise the money for Will to do that. My name is Kelly, I can connect you with a grief group for parents who grieve. My name is Ken, I will always bring Bojangles biscuits. Y'all, just stop going to church. Just be the church. You are the body of Christ. May it be so. Amen.